In other words, we need to grow. Amen? God has a plan and a purpose for your life. Would you agree with that? So what we're going to do is we're going to, this year, learn what our spiritual inheritance is. There's a lot of different things we're going to cover. And that's the first thing. Discover and learn our spiritual inheritance. And then the next thing, I added a word because I think it's important. We need to learn to appreciate. Everyone say the word appreciate. And then appropriate our spiritual inheritance. Now, that means you you need to really have an understanding and an appreciation of what God has done for you, what God has done for me. I'll never forget this. We have a diamond ring in our possession, and it's not a big diamond ring. And uh, years ago, Kathy's aunt, was it your grandma's diamond ring? Kathy's aunt gave that diamond ring, which she possessed, to her relatives, and then she came one day to find the kids on the floor playing with the diamond ring. Well, Auntie picked that diamond ring up, put it in her pocket. I'm not going to let them have it, and gave it to Kathy. See, they didn't appreciate that part of their inheritance, and so it was taken away. So we need to understand you know, what God has done for us. Appreciate what Jesus did for us through his death, burial, and resurrection. And then we have to engage our brains and, 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 and study what our inheritance is and then walk in it daily. Amen? Now, when I was young, I grew up in the 70s and I, I, I've, I've said this, and you've heard me say this. I really don't regret a lot. I had a lot of fun. And uh, I, I wasn't a bad guy or anything like that, but I just, I just knew how to, how to party, and I had a good time. And uh, so I, I grew up in the 70s, and, and uh, how many of you remember what you used to be like? Some of you are awful quiet today. You know, well, then you meet Jesus and things change. Would you agree with that? And uh, when I was young, going through the 70s, I was a very disillusioned, confused young man. I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. But God, in His mercy and His grace, you know, He began to show me the minute I, I asked Jesus Christ to become my personal Lord and Savior, and then I went into school, and he, he showed me what I was to become and what I was called to do. And I, I'm so thankful that I met Jesus. How about you? Now, put this first scripture up. Who am I? If I were to ask you who you were, you'd say, well, I'm you know, Scott Hoskinson. You know, I'm Kathy Gardner or whatever, well, by the end of the year, I, I'm not arguing with who you are in the natural, but I want you really to discover who you are. So look at this scripture here. This is the first one. Let's read it together. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name. 
So what are you? Say, I'm a child of God. Amen. Go to the next one, please. This is Romans 8, verse 15 through 17. Let's, let's read it together. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Next one, please. Galatians 3.26. For you are all sons of God through faith in Jesus Christ. Next one, please. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. Therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Next one, please. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, who once were not a people, but are now the people of God, who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Now let me ask you, from just reading those scriptures, who are you? A child of God, son or daughter of God, a joint heir with Jesus. Amen. Now, go to the next one, please. What do I have? And these are just a couple of scriptures. Let's go to it, please. Ephesians 1.11, it says, let's read it together. In him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. Next one giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. So you, you've discovered who you are, but what do you have? What's the one word in those two scriptures? You and I have a spiritual inheritance. And that's my goal. And that's I believe the goal of the Father for you, if you come to Harvest Church, is to discover who you are in Christ, what you're called to do. Amen. You shouldn't go through life wondering, what, what am I supposed to do? If you're a child of God, God has a plan and a purpose for your life. Amen. Now, I read after Kenyon, and I want to read to you. This morning, I, I'm not, I've, I, I told Pastor Brad first the service, I work so, and it's not that I don't work hard every week. I work so hard getting this message together. And then the weather. And then half the congregation's gone. And you're thinking, what's the use? And I woke up today, I said, I don't care if I preach to three or 300, I'm going to preach it. And that's my attitude. But listen to this. I if you don't leave Harvest Church on Sunday morning this year feeling better about yourself, there's no hope for you. Listen, there's always hope. Don't, don't get all offended now. Kenyon says this. 
Let these words sink into you. You are not a servant. You are not a slave. You are a son or a daughter of God. You are taking Jesus' place, acting in his stead, doing the Father's will. You may know that you are the Father's will just as Jesus was the Father's will because of his own will he begat you. You are the fruit of his own word. You came into being by his own power and ability. Let that sink in. You have received eternal life, his very nature. Say, I've received eternal life. The very nature of God. You recognize your place in Christ. You're acting the part of a son. The great unsaved world must know what he has done for them in Christ. And so you are taking his ability, doing your part in the saving of men as Jesus did his part. You belong to a supernatural order of being, whether you recognize it or not, whether you've taken your place or not. You have, the, you have the ability of the indwelling presence. You have the wisdom that Jesus had in his earth walk because Jesus has been made wisdom unto you. Say, Jesus has been made wisdom Unto me. You can think of yourself as linked, linked up with ability. That's capital A. Linked with omnipotence. Say, I'm linked with omnipotence. You remember, he said, and nothing shall be impossible to you. I know that sense, knowledge, reasoning shrinks from this. But here is where the challenge challenge of grace leads you. We dare to take our place. Dare confess what we are. Dare confess that he made us what we are. That we can do what he says we can do because he is at work within us. We have his word that he is in us. The latent ability and energy within us is his who gave it to us. He goes on to say, You see, it is not what I should be. It is not what I can be. It is what I am in Christ. We are not trying to be righteous. We are. We're not trying to be strong, for God is the strength of our life. We are not trying to be wise because Jesus has been made wisdom unto us. We are, now this is what I want you to get this morning. Now listen. We are what he says we are so we can do what he says we can do. Let that sink in. We are what he says we are. So we can do what he says we can do. Numbers 23, 19 says, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Has he said, shall he not do it? Or has he spoken and shall he not make it good? God does not lie. Would you agree with that? 
Well, then if he says we're a son, we're a son or daughter of God. If he says and states that we're a joint heir with Jesus Christ, amen, we are. We're seated in heavenly places with him in Christ Jesus. Now, we've learned that our inheritance, where is it found? It's found in God's word. Acts 20.32 says, So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. See, that's, that's the key. That's what Kathy talked about in Joshua. You've got to meditate in the word day and night. You've got to, to agree with what God says you are. Because there are plenty of people out there that will tell you different. Amen? You know, you live in the world, we're not of the world, but we're in the world. And the world, is the world screaming right now? Is the world, you know, trying to tell you some things right now? If it doesn't line up with the Word of God, don't listen to it. Most of it doesn't line up with God's Word. We need to look at, at this Word here as, as treasure. And in fact, in Psalms 119.72, it says, The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of coins of gold and silver. Did you hear that? Psalm 119.162, the psalmist says, I rejoice at your Word as one who finds great treasure. This is our spiritual inheritance. And I know many times if you do come to church here every week, it sounds like I'm saying the same thing over and over. I am because you got to get it in you. That's why I had it, had it up here on the screen. We might not do it every week, but we're going to have some things we need to say. Some of us are good at complaining. How many of you are? Nobody wants to raise their hand. We're good at talking and, and being negative and speaking doubt-filled words, but we've got to learn this year. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. I want you to be so ingrained you know, in the Word of God. I want you to begin to see yourself. You are a chosen generation a royal priesthood, a holy nation. You are children of God. Well, I'm just so-and-so. Well, maybe you are so-and-so in the natural. You have a name. But you need to see yourself as a child of God. Wherever you go, you should make a difference. Amen? If you have a business, your business should bless people. Wherever you work, you should be the best employee. If you, have, you should be the best friend and associate, associate that you can be with somebody. You, you should make a difference. I should make a difference. Amen? We said once the foundation of Jesus Christ is laid in our lives, it's it's your responsibility. Kathy hit on that today. It's the believer's responsibility to build on top of that foundation by learning and appropriating, appreciating your spiritual inheritance. Then we learned 
Secondly, our inheritance is spiritually discerned. You and I are not going to understand this with our brain, so to speak. It's their spiritual revelation, and the one that helps us is the Holy Spirit. Say the Holy Spirit. The Bible says we have the anointing of God that abides within us, and that anointing teaches us all things, and that anointing is truth and not a lie. So we understand this is our inheritance, and we need the Holy Spirit to help us understand it. Now, I'm not going to go much farther here, but put up that next slide, would you please? I try to do this in a way that we can, you can understand um, what your responsibility is. And so this is, this is a foundation for this year. The first one is everyone say glean. That means to find out. Glean or find wise counsel. The second thing you're going to do this year is you're going to gain knowledge. Say gain knowledge. The third thing is with your inheritance, you need to learn how to say it, guard your spiritual inheritance. The fourth thing is you need to grow your spiritual inheritance. Say grow your spiritual inheritance. And then the fifth thing is you need to give away your spiritual inheritance. Now, this is the spiritual side. These five different principles apply to the natural. If you've received a a lot of money or uh, a physical inheritance uh, of gold and silver or whatever, you'd have to find out what to do. You'd need somebody to help you, wouldn't you? Sure you would. Then you need to find out. you got all this money. you got to get knowledge. you got to find out how to invest it. Then the thing is you got to guard what you get. Amen? You can put